So hey, Capper, how you doing there, buddy? Hey, buddy. G- guess who's not here this week to Doesn't supervise it? us? <laughs> is it is it officially time for the boys to be boys? The the boys the boys get to hang a little loose this week without a uh, mother Joseph public over here to watch over us. Yep, pretty much looking forward to this one. I think we should start by giving you the floor, and it's perfect that Joe isn't here for it, to give some thoughts about Texas and Alabama. What a game. Oh, wait, wait. Joe, Joe, chop in the uh, the intro right now. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that shit. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. All right, Capper, you were saying? Now we're back. That's, That's it. all there is to it. Texas is back. What a dominant performance. Um, and now one of the favorites for the national championship. I think that's right. Um, I think it's completely justified, too, what everybody is saying. Um, The defense was flying. Uh, The game plan was perfectly executed. They put a ton of pressure um, on Milrow, and, like, he beat them deep one time, but, like, they even stuffed the run. I mean, they they had dudes flying all over the place. The offense was in sync. Um, It started out a little bit slow, but Quinn got it rolling. He completed... I mean, just some absolute bombs. He hit the deep ball last week. Um, yeah, over the top um, to Mitchell. And it was just like, it's scary. You don't want to get your hopes up, but. Yeah, I think Texas can now drop a game and still over 50% chance of making a playoff. Especially if that game's early yeah. in, in the Red River to OU. I think as long as it's not the Big 12 championship, I think yeah. that's right. As long as it's not like a play in. Yeah, so that that's the storyline of of the week. I don't know who should go first for the picks. What's your what's your rubber? Um, my rubber. Yeah, it's here. Um, so, in the interest of full disclosure, um, I am two and six. I am putrid. Um, I cannot hit a game. The only game I hit last weekend was because of a pick six um, to put the game away, two scores in in Lubbock. And so it's not Yeah, that good. was a hell so, of a bad beat for Joe. It was unbelievable an unbelievable cover. <laughs> it was on tech. <laughs> um it, the other three were just complete blowouts. They were embarrassing. Uh and so we're just going to we're just going to wing it. I think this, this is weekend. this is where I you typically say as Joe pointed out, it's early in the season, we're evaluating the film, we're looking at the data and we'll start getting better from here on out. Do you think you'll get better, Capper? I've always been streaky. Um, I think if you've listened to us, you know that. And you know that when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it can be pretty bad. So, um, <laughs> it's you know, so unclear. I, you're just gonna, you're gonna hit, unclear if it's a you're gonna hit one of those runs this week. Yeah, you're going to hit one of those runs and like you're going to be upset week two because you said, oh, fuck, I couldn't do it the first week. We had to miss it. But I wish I'd been there. 
That's it. All right. So what is it? What's the what's the pick? Oh, the the pick. It's just the feistiest, nastiest dog on the board. It's Florida plus six and a half at home. Oh shit! All right, I can give you. I can get you seven. Right now, William Hill Caesars CBS seven points. That's the spread. I got it I'll, too. That's my second I'll pick take, on the board. I'll take all. I'll take all seven. I love it. I don't really like it that much um, at six and a half. I mean, I do still, but the hook is huge here. So I would wait till you get seven for everyone listening at home if your book doesn't already have it, but mine does. So, Just what a stinky cheese man line. Um, I don't Florida think it's that stinky. Has been favored. Florida has been favored by in every game at home against Tennessee in this rivalry. If they're not favored, they're a dog of three or less. They've never been a dog bigger than three at home in this rivalry. Right. There's some confounding variables there. Tennessee is Tennessee's been shit before Hendon Ten- Tennessee has had some very good teams, too. It's been a bit. It never happens. It's been a minute. It's but been a bit. All, like, sure. It's far back as you can go. You cannot find a line bigger than three at home for the Gators. So, like... I don't know. Like Tennessee is getting a ton of hype this year. I think people are kind of falling asleep a little bit in the SEC. You know, there's um, there's been some down performances for sure. Um, Georgia has kind of slept walked through their first two games, and so you're like, well, who is anybody in the SEC any good? Well, like it has to be Tennessee. Tennessee's that good. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders, and right. But like that's I think what people are trying to say now. You know, and so they're getting a ton of love. They're going into a very hostile environment. I mean, if Florida doesn't get up for this game, if if um, you know they don't show out for their recruits in this game, like their really upward trajectory in the recruiting game is just going to fall off a cliff. Like this could be it for them. So um, I think they have a ton of play for, and I think their defense has been really, really good. So I think they can throw a few wrinkles um, at this Tennessee offense. Like they don't have the elite playmakers um at wide receiver that they had last year and like it's yep. just not as good of a team so like um you know you lose hendon hooker you lose i think I so know. i think there, that that's just the key like, here i think hendon hooker who is the true heisman from last year anyone who watched until the south carolina game we'll get to that later he was the true heisman he was extremely good joe milton has all the arm talent in the world world people keep talking about how he can throw an orange 120 yards i don't care how far he can throw an orange because you can't target the orange with the same accuracy as hendon hooker i think that's gonna be a big problem so tennessee hasn't shown anything with this new offense yes they've won their games but they played austin p who's irrelevant a little bit too close close last week where florida had a nice bounce back against mcneese state also florida yeah they lost at Utah, a lot of teams are going to go to Utah and get their ass beat. It's one of the toughest places to play. Let's not forget about the truth. This is just way too many points on the road for an unproven Tennessee team held by an unproven quarterback and Joe Milton. Yep. Yeah. I'm All right. We're in agreement. On this so one. I'm a little, I'm we're, a little upset that this isn't your rubber because FIU. It's the Panth. Is it nasty? Oh, the Panth. Plus seven at UConn. All the Panth does is cover, okay? They've covered every yeah. week this year. Last week, they were my rubber. They were plus 12 and a half at home against UNT. I told everyone to play at Moneyline, to play that plus 12 and a half Moneyline. What did they do? They beat UNT. They and it was 46 to 39. It was like one score game, but it wasn't a squeaker. This team is legitimately 
totally barely below average, and that matters when you're getting a full touchdown at the 0-2 UConn Huskies, especially because UConn, they're going to be again without their starting quarterback, Joe Fagano, who's now out for the season. We're going to keep fading UConn. We're going to keep tailing the pant. We're going to keep doing it until they stop us. FIU plus seven at UConn again if you want to take it money line. All right. Yeah, I just like go it. to your next game. I know you got nothing on that um, game, You got nothing. I I did stare at that one a little longer because it's like you see UConn as a seven-point favorite, and you're like, that's jarring. It that is wakes jarring. you up out of your slumber. It's jarring. Um, you know, if you're sleepwalking through these these games, like, it'll it'll pop you right up. So, um, it just – UConn is seven-point favorite. doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, no, I like this. I like this pick. Yeah, you should tell that one. It'll help you recoup some of your losses. You're, lo- you're locked. I'm coming back with <laughs> FIU. <laughs> Actually, my third pick was FIU plus seven. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. I mean, essentially, that uh, we'll we'll say it was my fifth. It was my fifth pick this week. Um, I am taking one of your early season favorites. My next one, though, I'm going Oregon State minus twenty four and a half against San Diego State. Don't don't forget. I mean, I just uh, ninety to one or a hundred to one to win the Heisman. DJU still alive. He's. He's playing so good. The offense is clicking on all cylinders. Um, I mean, they put up a metric ton of points last weekend. Um, DJU has been fantastic. He's throwing the ball accurately. He's throwing the ball downfield. Um, he's opening up the running game. The running backs are uh, really, I mean, eye-popping. Like uh, Overall, the talent in the Pac-12 this year has just kind of jumped off the table. Yeah, it's actually. crazy. Best conference um, in the country. And so, you know, San Diego State's a fine football team, but I think Oregon State's just that much better. Um, And I think they have their eyes set on a very big showdown next weekend. So um, I think they just kind of roll out there and and steamroll. I think it's that simple. Yeah, it's interesting because I kind of was looking at the schedule when I was taking Oregon State and DJU to win the Heisman, thinking it'd be pretty soft, and then all their tough games – or at home, as opposed to on the road, which is a bit of a gift. Not anymore, because uh, you're right. That no, Next anymore. week, they have to go into Pullman to play Washington State, which if they handle North Carolina, North, Northern Colorado this week, which we all expect them to do, I would not be surprised to see that as the college game day uh, site, even though there's a lot of big games next week, just because of the storyline of two teams being left out of the Pac-12. Uh, two undefeated, two ranked. That could be a lot of fun. Let's hope It'll both the these teams can take care. Yeah, let's hope these teams can take care of business because we we want to preserve that possibility. Though ESPN is a coward and they never do the right thing. All right, for my for my next uh, game, I'm gonna take Minnesota plus eight at UNC. I think UNC wins the game. UNC has found ways to win it. It's just too many points. All they did last week was go to double overtime against App State. I know that's a rivalry game. I know that's a rivalry game. Drake May going to be the number two player, or number two quarterback, maybe number two overall in the next year's draft, barring any injuries. But he has taken a step back this year with UNC losing a lot of their talent to the draft. Um, he is only two touchdowns and two interceptions 
on the season. So he's had a slow start, and Minnesota is only only allowing 233 yards per game on defense, UNC 422. I just see this as Minnesota should be able to score in this UNC defense and should be able to keep it close. I'd like P.J. Fleck to scheme against Drake May and sort of a monochromatic offense. So I'll take the plus eight, and you get the full touchdown here on the road at UNC. I like this. Um, I would say my sixth pick on the board. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm dubbing monochromatic offense. I know that that's not really a relevant term, but I kind of like a single shade. So that's a Rain Man original. So when Joe, when you're editing that, just just this is an insert where you make fun of me. I'm not just going to say this because of you, but um, Minnesota struggles against Nebraska in week one. Don't look that bad after what Nebraska was able to show defensively, especially Un- early. In they are an unbelievable game. defense. Um, I know I talk about it all the time. The line is they playing. Lead, they lead the nation in sacks. So they lead all of like, FBS. I, I think that game looks way better for Minnesota a week later. Um, and like, there is just something off about this UNC offense. Obviously, you lose Josh Downs last year, but um, they don't really have that deep threat playmaker. I mean, I know everybody's kind of talking that. They might just play Tez Walker um, with with a couple birds to the NCAA. Um, I don't see that happening, but like he's that guy that you know was. I, I don't see them doing this that this week. Wide receiver, so um, you know it, it's been a little bit of a struggle for Drake May, but uh, you know that that's an, also an offense that can catch fire whenever you know drop of a hat. So it, it's yeah, it, yes, it, it I like can. They can they can score. But it's just too many points. Uh, I think you got to do it. All right, last game, Cap. I got um, I got two more, right? Oh, yeah, it's because I, I had Florida right? as well. You're right. Yeah, so we'll do yep. one, one, one. Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, um, for game three, we will take um, – West Virginia minus one. Oh, I almost had Pitt as a late scratch. Why not? Why not West Virginia? Because the offense is not good. Yeah. Yeah. And a Pat little Narduzzi does have, there, have a tendency to cover road games. He does. As much as I hate him. Um, is he going to go to Michigan State? Probably. Well, that'll take no, the program no back for another two decades. All right, you heard it here first. God, no way. We don't want that. Well, then you definitely want West Virginia to win. The Big Ten doesn't need that. (laughs) Uh, We need West Virginia to win, yes. Um, I think C.J. Donaldson Jr. is playing fantastically. Um, I think the defense can do enough here to uh, slow down what I don't think is a super impressive pit offense. Um, And I think they just – Yeah, Phil Jerkovic has not been as advertised. I think they – yeah, I think they they just come away with a – not, you know, not a blowout win, but a convincing win. Yeah, I mean, I had Pitt on my board just because I do expect them to be competent. Phil Dracovic should be better. I think West Virginia has played pretty surprisingly well against Penn State. But going into the year, everyone thought that they were going to be an absolute dumpster fire and potentially one of the first coaches fired other than maybe Dana Holgerson at UVH. Uh, that being said... They have been played a little better, which is why I scratched it off my board. So, all right, Pitt might bounce back, but I, I can't hate the pick at home. So, 
it's it's fine. I'll allow it. All fair, all fair here. My so you have one more and I have one more. <laughs> yeah, my next pick. This one. This is a capper pick. Okay, this pick. Let's do not it. a Rayman oh, pick. I, I, I'm on it. It's it's the loins game. I feel a little tingle I'm on it. A little scratch. A little guttural urge that something is awry and something might be sneaky close here. Uh, just like Tennessee last year, we're taking South Carolina plus 26 and a half at UGA. Hold as long as you can because it might get to 27. Probably doesn't matter too much, but we're taking South Carolina and we're doing it because Spencer Rattler has one more shot at making the NFL and that's beating UGA just like he did Tennessee last year. Uh, Spencer Rattler. The league is calling. Will you pick up the phone? Georgia has not been tested yet. Carson Beck has not been tested yet. Spencer Rattler has played extremely well this year, and it's going unnoticed because they got beat by UNC in week one. He already has 700 yards passing and three touchdowns, no interceptions. I think, I think South Carolina can keep this within 20. So, yeah, give me all those points. Um, so I think... I I agree with you on Spencer Rattler. I think he is playing very efficient, uh, effective football. Uh, but it is a methodical offense at this point. Like they um, are a chunk, 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 and then like they're in the end zone ten plays later. Like they're a drive down the field type of offense. So um, Georgia obviously been sleepwalking a little bit. Um, they have this super easy schedule lined up now. I mean to make another college football playoff. But, like, they're scary. Um, and I I see what UNC did to this South Carolina offensive line. And, like, Georgia's got some real man-eaters. Rattler in motion. So, um, they're going to have to show a little bit something different than what they've shown. Um, a little bit more explosive play potential. But it, it's a ton of points. So, um you know, I I think there's something to be said for that, and I I think they'll they'll get up for it. I mean, this is the number one team in the country. Like you wanna you wanna smash them, so I think they get up. So it's prime time CBS. Well, not prime prime CBS afternoon slot game. So everyone's gonna be watching it. There's not a lot of good games. One of the games this is their chance. One of the games of the week. Sadly, yeah. it is. Um, yeah. So I think you gotta have action on it, basically. <laughs> yeah. So what's your next one? That's it. Uh, last pick I am taking this. See, when you said it was a capper pick and after what I did last weekend and I was, I don't want to talk about it, but, um, there is a very, very live road favorite, um, on the board in a potential, uh, nasty environment. No, uh, that one just missed, but, uh, I am taking LSU minus eight at Mississippi state. Uh, yeah, I, get I just that. think they, I just think they have everything to counter um, the Mississippi State offense. Will Rogers, another quarterback that's been a very um, efficient short route passer, uh, hasn't really done much with the deep threat uh, there with the offense. And um, this is a very physical LSU defense that I think. You know, got a little embarrassed week one, but they played really well last weekend against, obviously, um, an inferior opponent. But, like, 
they still have the the dudes on the defense that can that can shut down a team um and it's your first conference game. You want to set, make a statement uh, after what happened against Florida yep. State. SEC I, I West wide just, open, so um, they they're just going to yeah, keep playing. I, I think there's still a ton out in front of them, and you know, you talk about teams being getting giving themselves a shot at the playoff. Like you lose week one, you have 11 weeks to to prove everybody to everybody that that was not who you are. So um, I love the offense. Obviously, Jay Daniels looks a lot better. I will say phenomenal. Um, and they, I, I think they just take it to them. Um, I think they set the tone early and I think they run away with it. I I like this pick. I'm obviously on LSU plus 500 to win the sec West. That can't be the right odds. I got, I don't remember what the odds were, but I'm on it. It looked terrible after the Florida state game. It was sec overall. It was overall plus 500. Yeah, it looked terrible yeah, out of their first game, but now Alabama the out there. Yeah, now that Alabama looks like they could also be exposed, A&M looks terrible. It's going to be Ole Miss, LSU, or Alabama coming out of the LCC West. I don't love, I don't love it, but it's got a pulse. Yeah, oh yeah, it's alive. All right, so, so now we, we snap, and then we, we'll snap. we give you the little bit of action, just a little little a taste. Little to get you through and that we've got that cold week, week three Saturday. A little taste, a little, little extra. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do it. Mm. No, we some dogs. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! All right. Yeah, so. And we're back. Yeah, Capri, you were so We made it. Notes. Um, so obviously not with us. The the show is flowing much better um, without him. The but, show must um, go on. We've got notes from the man himself. Um, he's he can't make it tonight. He's seventeen hours ahead of us um, on the on the time frame. So we we're we're just gonna read his notes, I guess, and we're gonna give you yeah the fourteen. Capper, I, I think it's worth mentioning where Joe is because, I, I don't know, he thinks it's really cool and he's been bragging about it for months, but I think it's a little weird. He just, like, got up and went and, like, went to Kyrgyzstan for some reason. <laughs> like, and he's like, like, usually he'd make it work and he's like, let's find a time. He's like, no, man, like, I'm hiking in the mountains. Uh, cool. He's out there. Yeah, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, he's really enjoying his time. Yeah, unplug, buddy. You didn't so. earn it, but you did so anyways. <laughs> Amazing. It's Kur- Kyrgyzstan, um, wait, Tajikistan. I got those uh, confused. It's the one that's K R Y Z, K R Z Y. We hope he comes back. I I couldn't tell you, buddy. I'm the geography guy. I'm embarrassing myself, but Joe will tell us next week. <laughs> Anyways, read his picks. So we've got we've got his official four teamer with his notes. Um, I don't. Should I do a Joe P caricature voice? Yeah, whatever. What would that be? These now are the picks. Deadly. These are the picks that matter. <laughs> Not my best. I think give it one more try. The picks that make you money. There we go. That was better. All right, now do the rest. Iowa of it minus like twenty-eight and a half versus Western Michigan. Hawkeyes are trash, but Western Michigan might be the worst team in the nation. Brian Ferentz running behind on point total. Needed for the season. They'll run it up here. 
That's the 24 for Western a lot Michigan of listeners. Lost. He needs 24 points to remain employed next year, average. He's not on that total, and they've played some cupcakes already. Guaranteed Iowa State. Iowa State, by the way, I lost that game. Uh, the win expectancy at Iowa State should have won that game, so that sucks for me, but what are you going to do? That'll happen when you play Iowa, so that's assumption of the risk. Very good defense still. That offense is terrible. Cade McNamara has not turned it around. It's a little bit better, but not enough. And the fact that Brian Ferentz has this deal is a joke. Like, if you know he's not capable and you have to set, like, a threshold points in order to maintain his job, just fire him already. This Nepo baby crap pisses me off so much. Anyways, I hate the pick because you're betting on Iowa to score points. Joe, continue. It's a lot. I said Joe. Next Joe. up, we've got Michigan State plus 16.5 versus Washington. I can't even, like, picture. I miss him so much. I can't even, like, picture his sound. <laughs> Do you think he's going to come back with a big beard? Have you ever seen Joe with a beard? No. It's pretty scraggly. There's not much. There's not much it's, there. It, it, just look at yourself naked, and focus in on the net under under loins, and that's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> well, pull the skin back for sure, but yeah, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got to you got to keep Make it right, sure keep it tight down down taut. there. Hot. Um, consistently hit my dead cat bounce bets last year, betting on a team to cover a week after a coach is fired and or dismissed. And as we all know, um, coach Tucker no longer with us, will not be with us ever again. I'm sure. Um, pay your respects with the, Enjoy the money State you made. Plus 16 and a half this weekend. Um, and that, you know, D'Antonio back on the sidelines. Great. Yeah. It's whatever. not much That's there fine. for me. I hope Washington smokes their ass. Uh, Arkansas minus eight and a half versus BYU. Tough place to play at night, and the Mormons are trash this year. BYU's offensive line will get pummeled in this spot. Uh, this line movement stinks. I'm fine with that. It's disgusting. BYU's been shit. The line's too short. Um, but BYU's been so shitty. So why is the line only eight and a half? Right? Like, obviously a trap here. Oh, he did. He he did it. I hadn't read all of them. Florida plus six and a half versus Tennessee. Um, yeah, no game at night in the swamp. It's an all play. Um, Utah is a tough place to play. I think he says that every single week. Utah is so tough to play, and they're horrible on the road. And I guess they proved it last week, and they didn't play very well last weekend. Yeah, that's right. Now so we forgot. A great. Yeah. You have more he's, notes. He's got one more sentence. Okay. Now they're getting a great. Home environment and Graham Mertz has elevated his play. I don't know about this part. Oh, he's at from complete yeah. ass to kind of ass. Okay, I'll let him finish. Okay, that that's, that's, that's fair. fair. That's, that's, a, that's an accurate summary. So we forgot to do two things, okay? <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to do right now, let's recap the picks. So, Capper, recap your oh, four yeah, picks recap real quick. recap the picks. So, big rubber is Florida plus six and a half. Uh, we've got West Virginia minus one. Uh, we've got Oregon State minus 24 and a half, and we have got LSU minus eight on the road at Mississippi State. Not even naming the second team in three of those picks was some of the laziest podcasting I, I've ever seen. I, that was just awful. What are awful. we All doing? Right. Well, it finally hit I'll me. I'll kick up the mo a little bit the with third, my four. The third one, I was like, oh, you shit. You can be quiet now, by the way. 
That was just terrible. You deserve timeout. FIU plus I'm seven, trying. the Panth at UConn for the all they do is cover game. Florida, I'm taking the full seven versus Tennessee, but it is an all play in the swamp. Minnesota plus eight at UNC, just too many points for an okay Gov team. And, ooh, I can just kind of feel it. I can just kind of feel it. South Carolina plus 26 and a half at UGA. That's my slate. And now the second thing, Cap, to redeem yourself. What did you forget to do? We'll do Joe's. When you were going into Joe's picks. I'll give you one chance. This is the weekly. No, the drop does it. That was pathetic. If you had bet $10 this on is- my parlay last week, oh. you would have made $0 because I did not hit my parlay. He went 3-1. and one. Just like I said. Yeah, but he would have said that. He would have said that. All right, do we he have anything else? That. Do we true. have like a King of the Hill or a cameo? But it, but it doesn't matter because we are going to hit this four-team parlay. There you go. Yeah, I missed that part. We're back. But do we have? Do we have anything else? Um, we have a King of the Hill, and we have okay. How are we um, gonna, a cameo? How do we do this? Boys. Um, I think I'll just play the King of the Hill on my mic. Yeah, yeah, do that. Right? Yeah, okay. Roll it. Yeah, Joe, you can either edit this out or not. I think this is good podcasting. Certainly better than Capper's four-game recap, so it can't really get any worse than that. <laughs> West Virginia minus one at uh, versus I don't, Please don't do it again. <laughs> oh, God, don't do it again. Just play the damn King of the Hill. Wiz here, coming at you from Austin, Texas. Great to be on the pod. Tough board this week. Out of conference play. Lots of double-digit favorites. Road favorites. Trap games. It's all out there. Lots of sore through. Had to dig deep to find that lock of the week. What we're going to do is lay the six and a half points. Go with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights at home against Virginia Tech. Greg Schiano back to his roots, got the program rolling, came out the gate with a conference win. <laughs> True. Virginia Tech coming off a weather-delayed game. I'm fine with this road. pick. Some injury concerns out there. It's the play of the week. It's the lock of the week. Always bet what you can afford, which for me happens to be the house. We go all in every time. Let's go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's the, the whiz. house on Rutgers. A podcast debut. We're betting on Rutgers laying a touchdown. I'm tailing that one, by the way. I think he's got the energy, the mo, and the right frame of mind to take a bit of a run on the BYBW podcast. So let's go. We'll we'll see him back next weekend for an actual good slate, I hope. Likewise. All right, so then the next thing we have, we're just going bam, bam, we wham, wham. It. Thank you, man. Uh, the cameo. We. We've got a cameo, and I requested this one spe- special for you boys. Um, I don't know how to do the thing. Joe, he's so professional. Well, no, I should be like, Capper, can you introduce your cameo? He's, he's just so good. Um, this one, we've known him for a long time. Friend of the pod? Um, no, first timer. Long time, first time. Um, He's been in our lives, though, for a long time. So I had to reach out to him. I had to get um, you guys just a little a little bit of a check, and I had to get a pick in truly um, 
the highlight of this putrid week of fo- college football. So um, without further ado, we've got Eric Cartman joining the pod. Oh, wow. He looks like a thumb. Yeah, fuck you, Joe and Rain Man. You fucking smell like absolute shit. Imagine like in college football. He doesn't sound like Cartman. No one fucking loves you. And yes, I'll tell you right now that Kansas State will take the game and will cover it the five points. Let's fucking go. Rain Man and Joe are both cucks that no one fucking loves. That was legitimately terrible. (laughs) Right to the point. It doesn't sound like Cartman either. Um, I owe you you boys a really good one uh, next time, but I want you to guess how much that cost. With 24-hour delivery, mind you. So do I I guess, guess the cost or do I guess the cost plus the delivery, with or without the delivery? You can do you can do both. I think that's fair. I think it's twenty nine dollars. Okay, with delivery. I go plus seven. Two ninety nine plus one dollar twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> it shows. Honestly, well, it's like that guy doesn't made... resemble Eric Cartman in any shape, way, shape, or form, other than the fact that he's fat and was wearing a beanie, but. Like, is that worth the $2 for him to have to do that? Like, he didn't really do anything, so maybe is the actual answer. I think it is. I think everyone wins in that transaction, could, except our listeners. Yeah, he can pull. I mean, they're less than, they're less than like, 45 seconds of pop. Like, he can, he can make some serious money if he's got to just, a, just a, unloads a few in a row. There's not much to it. <laughs> I, I do, I do kind of like Kansas State. They were on my board for a bit, just too many points on the road. But, man, if Missouri loses that game, the narrative is going to be screaming about the SEC being a 0-1 to bid league. Um, does Coach Drinkwitz have something? Is is he kind of slowballing this uh, season so far? Like, I guess that's the main question because, man, they've showed absolutely nothing. Yep. Well, on that note, Joe... Enjoy Bishkek. Enjoy the Tian Shan and the Pamir Ranges. I'm sure it's pretty. Looks nice and dry and sunny there. So congrats on at least getting some good weather in Kyrgyzstan. Wish you the best. Peace, Joe.